episode 16 of Mag Heroes, a podcast about the people who make magazines. I'm Dan Rowden, founder of Magpile. This week I chatted with Wendy Huynh, the editor of Arcades magazine. Arcades is an interesting title that focuses on the suburbs of a different city each issue. This spring saw Wendy release her second issue about London. We talked about how the magazine came about during her studies, her Kickstarter to print her initial print run, and the progression between cities for each issue. Just quickly before we start, I want to tell you about Subsale, an online tool I've built just for magazines like Arcades. Selling subscriptions online can be hard, and selling renewing subscriptions well is basically impossible. Subsale is changing that. It's now easy and fast to set up recurring subscriptions for your magazine, even ones that renew every issue, which is something unique to Subsale. Subscribers are your biggest fans, so why not let them pay you automatically? Go to subsale.com for more information and to get some recurring sales going. That's S-U-B-S-A-I-L dot com. Now on with the show. Hi Wendy, how's it going? Hello, yes, good and you? Yeah, fine, thank you. Um, are you in Paris? Uh, no, I'm in London at the moment. You're in um, London, okay. Yeah, I just moved back here uh, three months ago. Ah, okay. That's cool. Because, uh, yeah, so you've done two issues now, one one Paris and one London. So uh, yes. Do you, have, do you have ties to both go, both capitals? Uh, yes. Um, so I grew up in Paris. Um, so I was born and grew up in Paris. Uh, then I went to London uh, when I was 19 to study. I was at Central St. Martins, uh, where I graduated okay. last year. And um, yeah, so I'm always between London and Paris. Hmm. Okay, that's cool. Um, so yeah, how did you get into magazines? Was was your studying part partly partly to do with magazines? Uh, yes, exactly. So I was studying fashion communication with promotion uh, at Saint Martin's, and um, on our final year, we have um, each student has to produce his own magazine. Uh, so I decided to make a print publication. Um, on the culture of the suburbs. And I wanted to push also the project a little further. So I, um, I created a Kickstarter campaign to raise 3,000 euros uh, to print 300 copies. Yeah, and that, that was successful uh, last spring? Yes, right? exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was uh, pretty successful. I sold out all the magazines. Hmm. So you came up with an idea as part of your degree and then now it's a... It's like a, a full-blown full magazine. Um, um, yes. Is it it's like a part-time like thing, or do you work on it a lot of the time? Yeah, um, well, I'm a full-time freelance photographer, so I do okay. uh, I mainly do photography, and um, magazine is more like a yeah, side project. Yeah. I mean, it really started as a, yeah, as a student personal project, but... Um, I think seeing that people are actually quite interested in the magazine really pushed me to continue it. Mm, okay. Uh, where did the idea come from initially? About because uh, it, it focuses on suburbs, right? Yes, exactly. 
Um, so I well, I grew up um, in Paris suburbs, in the eastern suburbs of Paris, next to next to Disneyland. <laughs> That's how okay. I would uh, <laughs> tell people. Um, so it's like 30 minutes from the center of Paris. And when I was younger, I really, well, I really hated um, where I live. I always wanted to live in, in central Paris. I wanted to go to school in Paris and, and you know, really be like, a, be a Parisian. Yeah. Um, which is also the reason why I, I went to London because I kind of wanted to go away from yeah these suburbs and the boredom of the of my suburbs as well. Uh, but when I came to London uh, to study, I kind of realized every time that I went back home that actually my town had something quite special, especially compared to London, which is so super vibrant and super busy. Um, because where I live is very residential and very green. Um, so yeah, I think that's how my interest in the suburbs kind of came from, um, um, and yeah, I just wanted to document it. And I think, especially with the Persian suburbs, people usually have this kind of like negative cliche of the of the suburbs of Paris, especially after the the riots in two thousand and five, where people think, well, Paris suburbs are super rough, uh, and super dangerous, but not all the suburbs are like this, especially now. So I also wanted to document it, um, how it is. In the current days. Hmm. Um, so your initial idea for the magazine was to document Paris the suburbs. Did you have an idea then that you'd do more issues about different cities? Was that always the plan? Yeah, yeah, that was the plan. Um, so the magazine is uh, a magazine on the culture and life in the suburbs where each uh, issue will talk about a city in particular. So I wanted to start with the Parisian suburbs because that's where that's where I grew up and I wanted to talk about the towns where I, that, that I know um, and uh, and yeah and then London kind of felt right for me to talk about as well because I, that's also where I spent uh, most of my studies time yeah uh, can we go back to the Kickstarter campaign how, how did mm-hmm. you find that as a as an overall process to like get a magazine off the ground um, I mean it really really helped me um, I mean without the Kickstarter um, funds I wouldn't have been able to print 300 copies um, but yeah I was lucky enough to have um, my parents friends mostly to give me give me uh, quite a bit of money and um, but yeah it really helped me and I really encourage um, people to, to use it because I think it's a great platform uh, to start your project really hmm. Uh, and how did you find like the exposure that it brought? Did you find that it uh, kind of opened doors to like readers or anything like that, or was it mostly just like for the funds? Um, no, well, I, I mean, I felt it was more for the funds. I didn't really get any major <laughs> exposure on Kickstarter. It was mostly, I mean, most of the funds came from friends of friends or like. I mean, obviously, I use my social network as well, so uh, Facebook friends and family's friends, uh, they gave money, really. So, um, yeah, it was mostly to raise the funds. Yeah. Well, it's just good that it worked out, and it's yeah. good that you're now on your second issue. I guess you were working hard on figuring out a third issue? Yes, exactly. <clears throat> um, we'll get to that in a minute. I want to talk about your first two issues. Um, so your, yeah. your first issue, you, you only printed 300. Um, yeah. Did uh, have you thought about reprinting that first issue of pa- about Paris? Yeah, I mean that's um, that's a good question because I've actually received uh, quite a few 
emails, messages, uh, asking if I would reprint them in the magazine because, um, I mean, especially from French people. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had um, a really good um, article on Combini, um, on French Combini, which is this French media uh, that talked about the magazine and I think it really gave a, a good exposure to the, to the first issue. Um, and yeah, and since that, a lot of people asked me to if I could reprint it and I would definitely would, but I, I mean, I think it's more of a budget matter <laughs> if I find yeah. sponsors or yeah, or like more advertisers, then I'd definitely reprint it. Yeah, so um, I, re I printed three hundred for the first, and um, mm. and for the second, I printed five hundred. Okay, and I, get, I think that's going nicely. Mm -hmm. Is the second issue going down well? Yes, definitely. So, um, so for the second issue, we're lucky to well, we had um, a few brands collaboration. Um, so we had some sponsors, sponsored editorials uh, that helped okay. um, printing the magazine, and um, a few adverts as well in the magazine. So, so yeah, that definitely helped uh, me and encouraged me as well to to work on the second issue. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Are there any like editorial um, differences between the first two issues? Did you change anything between? Yeah. Uh, well, I because on the first issue, um, I kind of did everything by myself. <laughs> so I'm mainly a photographer, but I also did the graphic. Um, yeah, I mean, mostly the graphics for the first issue. And and for the second one, I really wanted to, to work with um, a real graphic designer. So I work with my friend Pierre Versevel, who works at Etude Studio in Paris, um, who did the, the graphics and uh, that bit really changed from the first issue. And it really, um, I mean, thanks to, to, to Pierre, I really felt like the magazine uh, went in the right way in terms of art direction. Mm. So uh, the That's art direction good. and the graphics changed for the first one. And there's also more fashion editorials um, than there is in the first one as well, but it's still, I mean, still talks about the suburb, of course, and uh, it still has a main documentary um, interest as well. Hmm. I, I really like the like the collage kind of style of the design. It's like, um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's interesting and like fluid, fluid, I guess is a good word. Yes. Um, it, well, because I um I mainly work, I mainly shoot in film um, okay. and how I work for the magazine, I usually have a uh, I mean, I really work simply manually with a sketchbook. I have my contact sheets. I photocopy my contact sheets, cut um, and glue in my sketchbook to sort yeah. of like <laughs> make the layouts. And that's what I did as well for the first issue. And I really like this. I mean, I really like this uh, manual process and um, I really wanted to keep it in the first one, but I didn't manage to, to do it like I wanted to do it. So, um, so yeah, and with Pierre, we we uh we i think we managed to 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 recreate this sense of like yeah collage handwriting um in the second one hmm. uh yeah and the, the second issue is uh, almost 300 pages so uh, did, <laughs> did you find it difficult to to generate content like were you trying to hit a certain number of pages or did, is this kind of just it just happened this way I mean, I quite um, when I, before I started the the first issue before I had the first issue printed, I really liked this idea of having a, a thick um, magazine. Um, I remember buying Brown Book, and I really liked the size and the 
yeah, the number of pages of brown book and I, I kind of felt like, oh, I want my magazine to be like that, but without really forcing myself to have, you know, um, 300 pages really. But no, I didn't find it that hard to, to have uh, that much content. Actually, we could have even more. We had to edit it down. Mm. <laughs> How do you find putting together a magazine that's that, that big? Because normally like independent titles are between like 100 and 200 pages. But if you've got 300 pages, how do you find uh, like the flow through the magazine? And how do you manage all the different like pieces of content that go into that? And how do you figure out which order they come in? Things like that. Um, I mean, I, uh, how do I do that? I just simply do a, um, I just print out all the, all the pages really like in small and, and just sort of figure out how it could flow in the, in the magazine. I really want the magazine to sort of represent the, the journey in the suburbs. So, because okay. also most of the photos were I mean, I have a few photo photo contributors, but also most of the photos were shot by myself. So I cannot like have this idea of how I wanted to represent my journey through the the suburbs. So um, yeah, but I cannot like like to sort of recreate a small magazine. So like through my sketchbook as well. That's how I um, sort of like edit down and see how it would flow in the magazine, and uh, just like print mini versions of the magazine as well to okay. see how yeah. I could lay out everything. And uh, your your cover photo for the second issue, um, it's not your like typical magazine <laughs> cover, I guess you could say. Um, <laughs> yeah. what, what, what made you choose that photo as the cover? So and can you describe it as well? Yeah, uh, so that's a photo um, from Kennedy Island, which is uh, in the eastern suburbs of London. Um, so I did a series of photos with a photographer friend uh, called Clara Humbert. Uh, so we went together to do this series um, in Canvey and I mean the trip was amazing because we were like, okay, let's let's go somewhere together, we can shoot together, it could be a really interesting story. And uh, so we found this this town, Canvey, um, and I found an email address um, on the Canvey Island blog. <laughs> um, so I emailed, I emailed the... I emailed, well, uh, I sent an email and someone called Rod replied to us like within two minutes. Um, and it's this 75 years old guy who, well, who came to pick us up at the station and he, um, he was driving us around the town and it was such, a, I mean, it was such a, a good experience because Kennedy Island was, I mean, a lot of people like left Kennedy Island. There was a big flood as well um, a few years ago. And um, there are not that many young people living there anymore. And I think seeing two young photographers coming to town really like um, made them happy as well. So, uh, so yeah, I think this journey was just so interesting and um, so enriching as well that kind of felt right for me to to have um, a photo of Kenvi on the cover. Yeah, and I love this photo. Yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. trees. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And so, yeah, it doesn't represent, like, London. It's not, not, not your typical, like, representation of London, which is, makes it really interesting, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which I guess is what the whole magazine's about as well. Um, yes, exactly. I think it's yeah. also, I mean, through the magazine, I really wanted to show um, a variety of, of suburbs. I think, as I said, like, for, if I go back to Paris suburbs, people often have this cliche of, yeah, rough suburbs, but 
there are different types of suburbs. I mean, you can find, of course, still poor and a bit like rougher suburbs. But you also find very green suburbs or very residential suburbs, uh, or suburbs with really uh, weird and atypical architecture. So that's why I really wanted to to represent this variety of suburbs uh, we can find in different cities. Do you find that uh, now you've made two different issues about two different cities that the cities themselves like change how the the issue is like the outcome of the issue? Does it, does the city help like change the aesthetic or the the tone or the vibe of each issue? Uh, yes, definitely. I think. Um, I mean, yes, definitely aesthetically. Uh, it's, the second one is obviously different from the first one because it's uh, because it's another city. So, just the atmosphere, the the colors of the of the buildings are all very different, and even the the people. I, I photograph the portraits. Um, yeah, everything is different. I think it's mainly this um, theme of the suburbs that really ties everything together. Hmm. Uh, and. Have you chosen your next issue? Issue um, city. Yes, yeah, so I'm working on this. Um, so I'm kind of like deciding between uh, different cities, but I kind of want to go back to France uh, and maybe okay. go to south of France, uh, just because I think it would bring yeah different colors. Actually, that's what I was thinking first. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and um, yeah, so but I'm not sure yet, or maybe another European city. Hmm. Uh, when will the next issue be out? So um, hopefully at the beginning of next year. Okay. So you've got, uh, yeah, a nice long while to collate some 300 pages of <laughs> gossip yes. again. Yes, so like, yeah, maybe <laughs> end of your beginning of next year, but yeah. Okay, cool. Well, thanks for the chat. Um, Thank you. Yeah, it's been really interesting seeing arcades. Uh, I guess when issue two came out, it went on all the magazine blogs and stuff, and the reception, yeah. reception seemed really good. So yeah. Thank um, you. And uh, yeah, do you have any magazines that you are reading at all would like to remen- recommend at the moment? Uh, mm. Yes, so I um, I really like the last second issue of Replica uh, by Reedition Magazine. So it's a fashion menswear fashion magazine, um, which features actually one of my favorite French photographer called Maciek Pozoga. Um, so anyone who likes uh, menswear and fashion, I would definitely recommend this last issue. Um, I love foam museum and foam magazine. Um, and there's one issue that I really like. Uh, so it's a magazine on, on photography. Um, there's a, an old issue that I really like, but I always keep it um, on my desk. Um, it's the 11th issue from summer 2007 on youth and it has great photos by Raymond Wouda, Vivian Sassen, um, French artist Gier. So I would definitely recommend it because Foam also sells um, regularly their old issues. Um, and the last one I would recommend is M magazine. Um, well, it's in French, but it's the newspaper Le Monde. Every Friday, Saturday, they release uh, a supplement magazine called M. Uh, and it has a great selection of um, fashion photographers uh, or just photographers in general and uh, great articles. Brilliant. Cool. Well, thanks for coming on. Um, And good luck with the third issue. Thank you. Um, Thank you for having me. Yeah, no worries. 
A big thank you to Wendy for coming on for a chat, and thanks to you for listening. You can listen to all previous Mag Heroes episodes on magheroes.net, and you can subscribe to the podcast to get new episodes straight to your phone or computer. Just search for Mag Heroes in any podcast app. The show is also at Mag Heroes on Twitter. If you're a publisher, go to subsale.com to set up subscriptions for your magazine. It's quick, painless, and easy, and will guarantee you recurring sales to help you make your magazine. Thanks again for listening, and see you next week. Cheers! Cheers!